the point after show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. What can you do? I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't do anything. There's nothing. We can't do We couldn't throw. We threw an interception. It's just... The Point After Show. The best goddamn fantasy football show in the world. Ready? Let's go. Hey, yo! This is The Point After Show. I'm your hizzy with the mizzy. Eddie Skarupa. For shizzy. I'm, wow. jo- I'm joined alongside by the brothers from the same mother, Polly Bag of Walnuts Lipko and Shaved Bird Tommy Lipko. Wow. And of course, Cabby, the producer, Caviston. It's week 15, uh, fantasy football playoff semifinals coming up. Not that I would know or a lot of us would know of, but uh, my prayers to the fantasy gods. I mentioned this the other day on, on our podcast on Monday night. I prayed to the fantasy gods that Steve Smith would put up 35 fantasy points for me, and he put up, like, two. Did he put up 35 yards? <laughs> I don't think so. I think he got me about two and a half points. Um, and I'm out of my, my playoff now, and I just have my points league, total points league. It's my family league. Uh, but what about you guys? Anything? Any you also have the daily fantasy draft daily with fantasy, us on DraftKings yeah, with the guys from the Point After Show and a bunch of our followers. So, so uh, yeah, we're, we're stuck with just daily fantasy going forward, but I'm fine with that. I think you weren't the only one that got like uh, a little disappointed last week with, with points. I, I, there was a lot of duds last week that I personally can say that um, I gave some advice to a lot of guys, a lot of girls, guys, whatever, followers on Twitter last week that were... They were surprising. Drew Brees, like, what's up with him in the last two weeks? Disastrous. Evans, I use these two guys because um, I have them both on Thank my team. Thank God you didn't need to win the last two oh, games. Oh, my God, man. I had a bye. That was I huge. literally haven't put Yeah, having the first round bye, thank God, because I put up 99 fantasy points last week. I would have lost to everyone, including our last place guy. Oh, uh, you wouldn't have lost to me. Oh, no? Well, I didn't fix my lineup because I was out, oh, but so I put I up a whopping lo- uh, 51 fantasy yeah, points. I would have beat the guy that had four guys not in his lineup. Yeah. So, so but I, yeah. I was doing some praying to the fantasy football gods last week as About? Darren Sproles ran back a punt return. And my, oh, God. <laughs> bring this up again? Hashing this out again. My, okay. my prayers, yeah, my prayers were oh, answered. Whoever you pray to is an evil, evil man because not only did he, he let us win, but he let us win because he knocked out Little old dance. Yeah, out cold. And a block in the back. Oh, dude. I thought he was dead. He woke up on Wednesday, I heard. You should have saw his tweets afterwards. I thought he was still sleeping. Oh, he was just were... tweeting word, random words. Oh, it was yeah. wild. Uh, they, somebody started taking his phone away from him after the game. That was yeah. me. I actually hacked his Twitter account. I've never actually seen autocorrect him. nine words in a row like Unicycle. that. Unicycle. He was just tweeting yeah. them out. Yeah, just yeah. random words. He's actually 5'9 <laughs> this week, I heard, after last week. Uh too soon for that one? <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. But thankfully, the gifts that were departed upon us. Yeah. I, I, uh, we do, we, here at the Point After Show, we actually love you, Darren Sproles, and we, we hope you the best getting back. But Oh, yeah, but we appreciate what you did for us last week. But we week. do appreciate you. Ed and I are team. just actually cursing you out right now because yeah, we got to do the lipstick. Yeah. All you guys by much. now, I'm sure, have seen it on Twitter. You you've seen it on Facebook. You've seen it on Instagram, the Point After Show. Hopefully you didn't see it at all. Tommy and Eddie doing the lipstick challenge. Cozied up by the fire. Prime time picks. I, de- I deleted it from How my How great was that, so. buddy? It was glorious. It was. It was so good. It was. 
The only thing was missing was Tommy was supposed to have his shirt off and have a, a bow tie dog collar on, but he uh, he 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 clammed up the last like ten seconds before it was gonna happen. That wasn't part of the bet. No, it wasn't either. They were egging was, me on. He was actually afraid for his real job, his full time job. Might be a little upset about that. The only thing better than uh, the lipstick being on them before is the fact that now I'm looking at the two of them that they, they just had the worst chap lips. Oh, oh, oh it hurts. Yeah. I don't know how girl, I don't know how girls do it. Tomorrow when I go to work, I'm gonna blame it on the wind. <laughs> yeah, the cold temperatures. Yeah. The scotch doesn't help it either. Yeah. Uh, uh, you look like Pamela Anderson after her like. Bad video. Oh, but it was you know what? Sores on your lips tomorrow. We've all we've all made bets. We've lived up to them. Paul had the the ghost face killer wings. Caviate the cranberry sauce. Paul jelly. Paul deep throated a can of cream corn. Here's and I had to do some lipstick this week. We definitely make the the most legit bets between us. We are not like that. You know, we're not a podcast that makes these corny ass water bets. We are a podcast that makes some legit bets. We'll back it I up. Agree. That's that's why we're here is because we have confidence in the things we all say, the things we predict, the things we project. So we're willing to back it up, even if it's against each other and making those crazy bets. But moving on, this week we got a big show in it. What oh, do we, we have? Got, we got a lot of stuff going on here. We got studs and duds between me and Paul, um, over-unders, and then sleepers with Cavi and Tom. So we can get into our studs and duds. I'm a stud with a thud. Uh, I'm gonna start off. Eddie, are you, Eddie the, are, like, you the, are you the stud guy this this week? I'm gonna be the stud. Eddie was the, the dud. dud. Yeah. Eddie was the dud in the the, the picture. Uh, he, was the, he was oh, the he yeah, was the dud. No, my wife hating life. My wife will call me the dud normally, so <laughs> and not the stud. So I, it's good with that. So That's Eddie not takes you should the, share on air. No, I know. Eddie takes the studs. Paul takes the duds. Let's kill it. All right, my stud of the week, Tyrod Taylor. This guy is fighting for his life. Uh, he's playing the Cleveland Browns at home. Tyrod Taylor has had 18 or more fantasy points in three of his last four home games. Playing a shitty-ass defense, stardom. He won't disappoint you this week, I guarantee it, against the Cleveland Browns. Paul, where's your uh, quarterback dud of the week? So my quarterback dud of the week is Carson Palmer. Arizona Cardinals playing against the New Orleans Saints. That seems kind of crazy. I think it was only two weeks ago I said you start everybody against the New Orleans Saints, but unfortunately the New Orleans Saints have really kind of tightened up their defense recently. Um, although it seems like a dream matchup for Palmer, owners against the Saints defense. Uh, the Saints only give up ninth most fantasy points to quarterbacks, and it's actually not that good of a matchup. So the Saints give up 20 or more fantasy points to quarterbacks only twice this in the last seven games, and Palmer's only scored 20 fantasy points twice since week two. So I don't think that he's going over 20 fantasy points when you're at week 15, you need more than 20 points out of your quarterback. I bench Carson Palmer and find somebody else. And I like uh, your your stud of the week for defense was the New Orleans Saints. Yep. Um, which is, you can find on our website at thepointaftershow.com. Nice plug, Ed. Thanks. But I think I really do think that the Saints are going to shut down Carson Palmer, like you like you said in your... Uh, I, think, yeah, I, think, I over, think Carson Palmer shut down Carson Palmer. I think Palmer. the over-under in that game is 50, and I'd be willing to easily take the under in that game. I feel like every game that the Saints have been in recently have been unders. You look at Arizona, they have one of the top five defenses in the NFL total yards. I hate to admit this, but I, I have, obviously you guys all know this, but I have Drew Brees starting, which I just mentioned, and I don't look at it being another good matchup for him, so I'm hoping his last two good matchups he, he did so bad in that maybe this bad matchup, for some reason, he does really well in. I'm playing Carson Palmer, and uh, 
Daily Fantasy this week. Oh, I'd start you him. Are. I think he's you a great play. Yeah. Start Cabby, where did you finish last week in our Daily Fantasy? 11th. Top 50th. 11th. Percentile. I like he does 50th percentile. Yeah, <laughs> 50th percentile. Oh, yeah, 11th. But out they're 25. 25. Yeah, yeah, so actually more like You were the worst out of the DFS guys here. You were. I started Jameis Winston. 11th, like 7th, 2nd, and 5th. Yeah, fan- Winston's been a, a, a poop mess. All right, my uh, start of the week for running back, the combo doggy, Devonta Freeman, Tevin Coleman versus San Francisco. They give up the most fantasy points to running backs. Freeman averaging just about 16 fantasy points over his last six games. Tevin Coleman averaging 11.5 fantasy points over his last three. Start both of these guys. I think maybe even uh, Matty Ice might have a rushing touchdown against this piss-poor defense of uh, San Francisco. So that's my stud of the week. E, let me ask you a question. What? Who has more points out of the two? I think Tevin Coleman, actually. You think Tevin Coleman? Yeah. I've been asked a lot today, uh, this last two days on Twitter Especially about... PPR. I think. Freeman having a bad week last week kind of scares a lot of people that have really <clears throat> depended on him, and now Tevin Coleman has a good week. I feel like it's one of those weeks where it's one or the other. The fact that you're saying both is surprising, but hey, it could happen, man. I mean, they do... At having... home, if they get up early, Tevin Coleman's going to get a lot more touches, I think, than yeah, I, Freeman. Yeah, I could not figure out that Freeman situation last week. That let down a lot yeah, of that people. Was, that, yeah, that hurt a lot of people. Coleman stealing those carries, the touchdowns. Yeah. So you like Coleman over Freeman, but you like them both. I like them both. I think they're both going to have double digits, mid-range double-digit fantasy right. points. Good to know. So, mm-hmm. Dud of the week, Paul. So my dud of the week is a guy that is now sitting on my bench, and um, I got my balls busted all season about how bad this trade was. Yes. And I, and I can guarantee... <laughs> Looking back on it, it was a horrible trade. Yes! Um, hope Cavi can edit that. Uh, but I'm going to go with Spencer Ware playing the Tennessee Titans this week. Ware cannot be trusted at this point in fantasy football. I know it firsthand. If it's win or go home, which right now in week 15, that's for everybody. It's win or go home. Uh, Ware's too unreliable. Um, one touchdown in his last seven games, and he's only put up 10 or more fantasy points twice in that same stretch. Uh, Tennessee gives up the fourth fewest fantasy points to running backs so i'm sitting where how's uh obj doing right now he's been doing pretty well would um, you start him this week i don't know actually i would probably can reconsider that one i thought he i thought i thought about putting him on my dud of the week for wide receiver but he's I, my dud of the playing week the lions I, yeah i mm. definitely think i listen obj has been great i can't deny that he's been a touchdown he's machine been a beast the last couple i think weeks. he's put nine touchdowns up in the last like six weeks he's been an absolute freak but if you break it down, truly, he's doing it on big plays, but he's he, last week he only had four catches. And I don't okay, but if he's still doing here, big but, plays, though. Yeah, yeah so. but if he doesn't have that one big play, he's like Deshaun Jackson. But he does have those big plays. Nah, he's Od- Odell Beckham. I know. But but you st- he can have that week. Where he, what, if he had, what if he had that week, that week, ne- this week, where he doesn't have that big play, and he goes for 40 ca- four catches and 36 yards, no touchdowns? He's a disaster for you. I had this written down, so I'm going to say it. OBJ, yeah. Sorry, Eddie. he has 12 targets per game in his last three games, and he's only averaging just over six catches per game in those three games. That's 55% of the passes yeah. that he's getting thrown, he's catching. For number one, maybe top three wide receiver in all of professional football, those are horrible percentage numbers. He's on my panic button. We don't even have a panic button anymore. I mean, yeah. Just like, But, I mean, besides the big play, big touchdown play. But he gets those big touchdown plays every week. So you can't, can't say besides those. You, you can't, can't take a But he does if but you do them every week. No, but he doesn't yeah, do dude. it every week. It's not like he has the a last touchdown bunch? every He doesn't have a touchdown every game for the last uh, six games. He has a look couple at the last two. the last bunch like you take like the last seven games, he's just been stepping it up. I don't know how we went off Spencer Ware and ranked yeah. to OBJ. <laughs> yeah. Well that brings us to our wide yeah, receivers. Yeah, let's bring it to our wide receivers though. Um 
So I'm gonna go stud of the week. This guy's just been an animal, Tyreek the Freak. Yeah. Uh-oh. We're gonna keep it with Kansas City. He would have wore that bow tie tonight. He totally would have. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got some sweet hair. <laughs> Chippendale. Let's go uh, Tyreek Hill versus Tennessee Titans. Uh, Titans give up the most fantasy points to wide receivers. Last eight games, Hill's averaging just under 18 fantasy points per game. He's getting eight or more touches per game in uh, over that same eight-game span, and he's had seven touchdowns, total touchdowns. That includes kick returns and punt returns uh, over the last eight games as well. If you don't start this guy, I don't know what you're thinking anymore because he's been he's just been st- solid all around. Yeah, I have him in two leagues. Have him in DFS this week. I hope he. Uh, I hope he is Tyreek the freak. I need him. He, he should be against the Titans. They stink. Their um, defense anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to go uh, with my dud of the week. I'm going to go T.Y. Hilton. He's playing the Vikings. I feel like, you know, much like Denver, any any wide receiver that plays the Vikings, you got to temper your expectations. T.Y. is probably not a guy that you're going to be able to bench in your league realistically, but I would say this, again, temper your expectations. He comes into Minnesota with, uh, with the quarterback that's, quite honestly, he struggles. Uh, Andrew Luck has zero confidence his offensive line's a piss poor. I think it's the offensive line. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But without an offensive line, you don't have a quarterback. Without a quarterback, you don't have a wide receiver. I think you kind of have to temper your expectations on T.Y. this week. Last week, he, he put up some decent numbers. Um, Vikings give up the second-fewest fantasy points to the wide receiver, only behind Denver. And, guys, if Moncrief is out, which it's expecting, it looks like he's going to be out with a hamstring injury, it's a lot easier to key on T.Y. Hilton without, without Moncrief out there. So Let me I ask think you Xavier this. Rhodes covers him most of the game. I don't see him having a huge. Okay, I so I'm going to disagree here. I think okay. Ty is going to be Ty. He's going to put up his numbers. I'm not saying he's in the same category as Antonio Brown, but he's he's up there. Okay, this guy, no matter the defense he plays, he still does pretty solid things. Over under 14 fantasy points. Um, I don't know. That's a tough number because here's the thing. Well, I what am I supposed I to put up easy numbers? No, because I'm giving you dud numbers. So yeah, I, so I'm putting up a number. Yeah, you're you're right. That's that's fair to say. Yeah. So, so over under fourteen. I'm gonna go under that. All right, I'll take over fourteen. Okay, what are we betting for? You pick it. Actually, Eddie, you pick it because if I go Cavi, he's it. gonna go well, way we balls. I don't agree to it. So yeah, why yeah, yeah. Why but let him throw something out. Here. Yeah, Ed, throw um, something out. Jesus Christ, Cavi, could you help me out here? No, no, Cavi can't be involved. Why? Cavi makes great ones. No, Cavi goes extreme. Good. I didn't come yeah. up with the lipstick thing. You guys can go and I'll think of something by the end of the show. How about that? All right, let's come up with something at the end All of the right. show. I'm on that. Over under 14? 14. All right, write and that you picked, down. You picked the bet between both of you guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want it that? No, but you guys, you're both kind of hairy, right? You have chest hair? Oh, I have a little <laughs> That's bit. That's weird. No, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> Shave, been, shave never, something into your chest hair. I don't actually. I really don't have chest hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's totally lying. He has belly hair. I can shave something <laughs> into your back I hair. I shave it into my ass hair. Right? <laughs> <laughs> your, your hair. Yeah. <laughs> my ear hair, definitely. My wife would testify. She'd be like, "Oh yeah, he's gross." I keep, I keep making my wife hate me. It's real cold out right now. We do something with the cold. Uh, oh, I'll go dive in a pond. I won't do that. Well, the, the one down there. <laughs> the There's no yeah. water in it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, Eddie, right. think of the it. The breaker. Think right. of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it over Christmas. If we don't Christmas. think of it by the end of the show, we'll throw it out on Twitter. All right, yeah. that works. Right? Actually, let's just do that anyways. Yeah, let's do that. Let the Twitter followers, and then Eddie could pick the one out of all or of Facebook. Or we or come Facebook. Or yeah. let's come up with a couple options for the followers and put it out there as a vote and let the followers vote on it. All right, we could do that. Put yeah, it up as a poll. Yeah. yeah. So we'll I'll write it up. Yeah, we'll do that for you guys. You guys that are listening to us now... Get to your friends. We'll throw it out on Twitter. You guys tell us what the bet is. We'll put some options out there for you. Vote Carbono Breaker. 
Uh, yeah. Cannonball. Oh, with a third dick. <laughs> third? Why third do you already one? have two? Yeah. Oh, wait, everybody, everybody's left. <laughs> My wife loves it. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, tight ends. Start of the week, Ladarius Green playing at Cincy what this week. What happened to our... Oh, yeah, I already did the wide receiver, didn't I? <laughs> I got to get off the scotch. <laughs> I have another. Jesus. Ladarius Green, Saints give up. Or what am I talking about here? Um, Cincinnati. <laughs> and he's got to get up this guy. I, yeah. have my, I have my notes from last week. Oh, you're here. just trying to read again. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, my I'm just going to go off the cuff Mrs. Gabriel's going to be pissed Ladari- about this. Ladarius Green, he had a, a big game two weeks ago, had a touchdown, a lot of fantasy numbers. Last week, didn't really do too much That uh, up in Bal- or Buffalo. Snowy. Antonio Brown was basically the only um, weapon wide receiver-wise, or, yeah, receiver-wise for uh, – uh, which we call Big Ben. Uh, most of the touchdown and scoring and yardage came from Le'Veon Bell. But I think Ladarius Green's going to show up against the Cincinnati defense and just lay the smack down. No, I couldn't agree. I, I couldn't agree more. I should say. Uh, I think he's a. Uh, I think he's a deep tight end to have on your team. Giggity. I and, and here's a guy that I think if you have on your team, I say he's a shallow tight end. So I'm going to give you my dud that a lot of people have on their team, but if Ladarius Green is available on your bench or on your waivers, I would play Ladarius Green over. I'm going to go Delaney Walker. Done of the week, Delaney Walker playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Delaney Walker's been a stud all year long, but I think this is the week that he kind of lets people down. Kansas City gives up the third fewest fantasy points and ranks eighth in yards allowed to the tight end. Walker has only had nine total catches over the last three weeks, so he's kind of been on the downside. And that matches how many catches he actually had total in Week 10 alone. So in Week 10, he had nine catches. Since then, in the last three weeks, he's only had nine more catches. Um, against Kansas City, I just can't see him catching fire. So I think the guy on the other end of the tight end on the other side of that ball is going to be a stud, but uh, which would be Kelsey. But I think Delaney Walker struggles. Anybody got me on that one? I, 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 I'm I like in between. I think he... he could have a solid game, touchdown dependent, but I think he could have a buster game too. So, you know, I, I can't disagree with you or so I can't agree. If you had Ladarius Green on your bench and Delaney Walker. Ladarius. I've been preaching Ladarius? this guy for the last three weeks. Cavi, yeah. what do you think? I mean, Green, but he's starting to make me nervous because I've been the same way. I've been honest, training for three weeks and he's still yet to really have that breakout oh, game. He had a couple breakouts. Ladarius had, had a breakout one, game two weeks ago. Yeah, he had yeah. that yeah. one big game, but then that was. Delaney it. Walker's been a stud, but I really do think he has a letdown but game for us. Even the whole. That whole it, offense in the, uh, for yeah. the Titans. Mariota's the last few games, he's not been doing what he did the first, you know, eight weeks. He's just been. Uh, well, he's, had some, tough, he's had some tough tougher defense. defense. Yeah, he played Denver that. last week. You know, Delaney Walker that. had an okay, a salvageable fantasy week last week against Denver, but Denver's really not that good against tight ends compared to Kansas City. So, all right, I'm gonna do my uh, defenses now. Stud of the week for defenses: Baltimore Ravens uh, home against the Eagles. Eagles give up the 19th uh, most fantasy points to opposing defenses. The Ravens are averaging 16 fantasy points over their last seven games. They forced eight turnovers in their last three games. Uh, They're battling the Steelers for um, uh, that first place spot in the AFC North. It's a must-win home game for the the Baltimore Ravens. They're, I think they're just going to come out and uh, you know do their thing against the Eagles this week. Eagles been playing like shit. I'm I'm gun shy on, on Baltimore only because I put them as my stud of the week last week. I know they're playing New England. Yeah. Tom Brady is a different beast compared to Wentz. I completely get that. Mm-hmm. 
But I really thought Baltimore was going to show up more last week um, with a lot more on the line. I mean, now they're even in a bigger hole. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, did they they had a couple uh, fumble recoveries on the kickoffs. Yeah. I mean, but special teams, that's basically where they got any points. I think Fla- – here's the thing. I think the Ravens' defense could be a phenomenal defense if Flacco can stop turning the ball over, and that kills him. What's going on with him? Are you guys – is he borderline a dud for you guys this week? What's going on with Flacco? That that was wild last week. Yeah. At the end of that game, I, yeah. scared do, to death to throw it downfield. Here's the thing: people do underestimate how good New England's defense is, though. I truly believe. I think they realize. I have that in my one fancy league. That yeah. I'm actually I'm, I'm partners on a team with somebody, um, and we have their defense. Mm-hmm. They've been solid every week. They've held us up, and that's that's a league where the defense scores a ton of points. Yeah. But yeah, they've been. You know, I'm gonna agree with Paul. They were pretty solid all year so far. Oh it, no, I I have no, nothing against. The Patriots defense, because yeah. I completely agree with that. I had them in one league; they were they were solid familiar, but it was just the mentality of Flacco last week. Like he wouldn't throw the ball; he checked down every single time. Yeah, check getting, down, check down, check down. He was just afraid look, to throw the ball down. One of his biggest years, though, he's having some good numbers. He's having a he, yeah, shockingly it's, surprising it's, good year. It's, yeah. it's like, weird because yards, but, he's, but it's but it's all volume based. Yeah. Like if you think yeah. about it, when he he's been throwing the ball 30, 40 times a game, but he's been doing that his entire career. No, nah, I don't. Nah, I don't think you so. look at I think the stats. The, I think the yeah. mid to high twenties, yes, but nah. he's probably averaging over 30, 30 passes. He was doing that his entire career. I'd be willing, and I don't know this. We'd have to look that stat up, and we might. But I would be willing to say that. Flacco's average attempts this year is probably up by at least four or five. But Flacco is also always... Average attempts, I think he's up about five. Flacco, though, also was always a... It was about his gun. You know, that he he could get it down... Yeah, he came from Delaware, he could just get it downfield. And now it's... It just seems this season, and I mean, I don't think I'm the only one talking about it. I'm hearing it a lot, is that he's just... He's like playing afraid. And he, but he, and he has know? those two quick guys, uh, Perryman and Mike Wallace. Wallace. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So he can, Steelers. Getting back to Eddie's stud of yeah. <laughs> the Ravens. I know, yeah, that's okay. Offense. It's okay. Yeah. It was a good conversation. But the stud of the, I, I actually like that though, Eddie. I really do. I'm nervous about Baltimore because of turnovers on the offensive side. But if you're going to talk turnovers, I mean, holy hell, the Eagles are a turnover machine on on offense. So uh, they just Carson Wentz loves to give the ball back mm-hmm. all of a sudden. You know, he needs to go and maybe spend a camp with Dak and learn how to not give the ball to somebody else. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm agree with you. I like Baltimore, too. All right, who's your uh, dud of the week, Paul? Uh, coincidentally, my dud of the week, the Philadelphia Eagles playing go. against the Ravens. Baltimore's given up only the 15th fewest fantasy points to defenses, so they actually, again, you know, like we just said, Flacco has been he, – he, he turns the ball over, but he, he gets a lot of – he puts up a lot of points. So they score a lot of points against defenses. Eagles are averaging under 10 fantasy defensive points per game on the road this year, and Baltimore still has playoff hopes. So I think Baltimore, I think they do everything they need to do to win this game and put points on the board. Um, And I think their defense steps up big, to your point, which that, again, will hurt Philadelphia's defense because they're going to be, you know, they're going to be pinned in in Baltimore territory a lot. And Eagles' defense, they were... They have their up. They're inconsistent. They have oh, a great game. To say the have, least. Yeah. I do you remember I draft I drafted the Eagles defense at, in like the sixteenth or seventeenth round. In the first four weeks, man, I was oh, living yeah. the good life with the they're Eagles. They're averaging 20, 22 points a week almost. Yeah, they were averaging yeah. in the first four weeks, and then it just was like shit started going downhill quickly, badly. So and and it hasn't it hasn't stopped. Last week was another debacle for them. Yeah. Over Joe Flacco's career, he's been averaging thirty two attempts a game. Mm-hmm. 32 attempts per game passing. How many is he this year? 
this year? Uh, let's see. Let's find out. Divided by. I yeah, really like 37. Yeah. Well, I said five. I said his attempts are probably up five this year from his career, which is, that's a decent amount. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking 15% or so. Yep. He's up. See, I do know what I'm talking about sometimes. <laughs> well, that's our uh, our studs and duds between me, Paul, and then the commentary by Tom and Cavi here. Let's go to our jump, jump over... Uh, a line and go over under. That was stupid. Yeah, but, yeah, that was dumb. I was trying to. I was trying to somehow tie it into something, but uh, let's just hit the over under. Let's over and under. under. All right. So for our last six weeks, here are the scores or records, I should say, between Tom and Paul for our over and under segments, our over under picks that they uh, went over under our numbers are that I gave them. A, a lot of R's and yeah. R's and R's. <coughs> Roll your R's in there. Tom, <laughs> Tom's been twenty-two and fourteen. And Paul's been 28 and 8. So Paul has the edge a little bit, but they both have been pretty good uh, at picking their over-unders. First one, running back Carlos Hyde at Atlanta. Over-under 13 fantasy points this week. That's a good bet. I think this all relies on whether or not Atlanta blows them out. If Atlanta's not beating them down, then I think Carlos Hyde gets a lot of involvement with catches out of the backfield. You know what? Enough of my speech. I'm going Carlos Hyde goes over 13 fantasy points this week versus the Atlanta Falcons with a bunch of catches. I'm going to also go over. I think he I think he, he beats this up pretty well. I would not be surprised. I'm not making any bets on it, but I would not be surprised if Carlos Hyde had 13 points before the half. Wowzers. But I think he definitely goes over 13 points. All right, uh, wide receiver, Antonio Brown. You guys are both Pittsburgh fans at Cincy. 18 fantasy points. Paul. Ooh, that is a nasty number right there. Um, you know what? I'm going to go over again. And the only reason is because it's a rivalry game. They knocked him out of a chance for them to win a Super Bowl last year when Perfect hit him. I think this is an amp-up game for him. It's 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 always an amp-up game for the Steelers. I think he goes ham this week, and I think he goes over 18 points. Uh, I think 18 is a real good number, but I'm going to say he's going to go under 18 fantasy points this week. You look at Le'Veon Bell. This guy, he's the bell cow there. You know, I know Antonio Brown is super talented, but Le'Veon Bell can catch it. He can run it. You saw he's so patient coming out of the backfield. I think he's right around that 18 number, but I'm going to say under 18. I won't disagree with your Le'Veon Bell comment, but at the end of the day, there's enough to go around in that offense. They they do everything. They throw the ball a ton, Ben does. I think last week Le'Veon Bell's 36 carries was a little bit of a fluke because of game, you know, the, the, the weather. But I, I, I think they both go over 18 this week. Oh, I'm not, yeah. Here's the thing. The other thing that scares me is, like, Eddie had in his studs, Ladarius Green, he's more of a target these days. You got Sammy Coates, Eli Rogers, they're both catching balls. You know, it, it could be one of their day, too. I Here's my thing. Antonio Brown's consistent. He gets those targets. But, you know, the 18 will definitely rely on a touchdown. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say under. All right, uh, let's keep it in that same game. Tight end, Tyler Eifert, over under 12 fantasy points. Hashtag Notre Dame guy. Yeah, <laughs> you look at the Steelers' defense, they've given up the 14th most fantasy points to the tight end position this year. I think Le'Veon Bell uh, is going to, like I brought him up earlier, is going to dictate the pace of this game. It's going to slow it down. I think the Steelers, and it's going to be a low-scoring game, Eifert's going to go under 13, Ed? 12. 12? I'm going to go over. All right. Oh, wow. 12's such a juicy number. Yeah. um, Man, 
I'm going a lot of overs. Last week I went six straight overs. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm on an eight-over streak right now, and I'm going to make it nine. I'm going to go over two, and here's why. The Steelers are one of the best teams against tight ends from fantasy value-wise, but I think Heifer finds the end zone. I think that's his only target in the red zone, realistically. A.J. Green does come back, expected to come back this week, potentially. Um, so that could hinder it a little bit, but I think he finds the end zone. So I'm going to go over 12. All right. Um, Agreed. Amari Cooper at San Diego, over under 14. Fantasy points. Amari oh. Cooper, over under 14. Yeah, at San Diego. I'm going to go under. Uh, I've been telling a lot of people this. I think this is Crabtree's uh, week again. I think Crabtree is the better play out of the two C's. And that's just uh, that's how I feel. I think he's going to get more targets, more drops, but more points for Crabtree. Cooper goes under 14. Tom. I'm going to agree with that. You look at Cooper, he's only gone over the 14 mark. Uh, one, two, three, four, five times this did you year. Take your, did you just take your shoe off to count that? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, I needed to borrow a couple things. Um, so, <laughs> so what happens when you only have three fingers? Well, uh, they call me Raleigh is my nickname. Raleigh Shocker? Yeah. Oh, the ladies love that one. <laughs> so, yeah, Amari Cooper is going to go under the 14 fantasy points this week. This should be Michael Crabtree's team, but this guy drops a ton of passes. You know, I'm not going to get into that because we're talking about Cooper. I think San Diego, it's going to be a shootout, but I think uh, Latavius Murray has a bunch of touchdowns this week. All right. Tom Brady at Denver. This is a tough number. I kind it's of, a real uh, tough I, number. I altered it a little bit just because I know you guys love overs. 19 fantasy points for Tom Brady at Denver. Um, I'm glad you get to start this one. Well, Tom. yeah. Listen. Everybody was barking Tom Brady. I think Paul said this was one of his duds of the week yep. last week, Tom Brady versus the Ravens, which have a solid defense. But at the end of the day, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. He's just pissed at the NFL with the suspension this year. I think Tom Brady is going to put up, I'm not going to say huge numbers like he did last week over 400 yards, but I think he's going to have one of those Tom Brady games, like two, 270 yards and three touchdowns this week. I know... LeGarrette Blunt's going to set up a lot of those touchdowns. That's Cavi's guy. I traded him away. I may have been in fantasy playoffs this year if I didn't do that, but I did. But I'm going Tom Brady over 19 fantasy points. Paul. Oh, my God. I know I, I said this last week. I, I should be dogged by everyone. He was on my surprise duds of the week. He should have been battered and bruised by Baltimore. But Brady is just an absolute freak like you can't what do you do like I can't bet against this guy but 19 points do you know that the Seattle's only giving up more than he's only they've only given up more than 19 fancy points to a quarterback Seattle? twice Denver Denver yeah Denver. that's what I meant the Sunshine okay. State sorry cut that Denver has only given up fantasy points of 19 points or more twice the entire season to two quarterbacks this year Cam Newton in week one and Drew Brees in week 10 it's the only two quarterbacks I think that Tom Brady is a better quarterback than both of those guys. I'm going over 19. Are they, were they both Copy in Denver cat. or any of them in Denver? Um, I, I I don't remember offhand. Okay. The other yeah. thing to note is just that uh, all the Deflategate two stuff that came out this week. Don't so he's going to be playing. No, up. but that's going to be Brady playing angry again. You know what I mean? Goodell comes out and lies through his teeth again. Basically says, "Hey, I lied, and I'm going to lie about lying." Oh, I thought you were talking about the Steelers Deflategate. No. Yeah, that was Deflategate too. That Deflategate too, yeah. yeah. But now, but that's what I thought you were but, referring to at first. Yeah, but Goodell came back out talking about the other one, saying, you know, you can't actually tell. Basically, saying it's okay for other people, but not for the Patriots. So. Well, it's okay for Rooney. Yeah. To do it. All right, last one, Bilal Powell 
versus Miami, 15 fantasy points. Who's up first here? I'm going to go first. First off, let me ask. T, what did you say about Brady? Over or under? Because I'm just writing them out. I said uh, over. Both said over. Both said over. Okay. So, Bilal Powell, 15 points. I've had a lot of questions on Twitter about him. I'm not I'm not buying him right now. Um, I think he goes You're under 15 him? points. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not selling him yet either. I need to see what Forte is going to do. Like right this very moment. Yeah, right this very moment, I'm going to say under 15. If Forte plays, he's under 15. If Forte doesn't play, he goes he goes well over 15. That's so what I say. So which one are you picking? I'm going to say under. You can't, I think, you can, yeah, listen, okay. I'm going to say under because I think Forte is going to try and play yeah, this Yeah, oh, you could say whatever you want. I just wanted to make sure so we yeah. had a number here yeah, for yeah, our, no, no. our wins lost. That's all shit. I'm saying. I, I My, my gut, is, wins, my gut that is that Forte is going to attempt to try and play in this game this week. He's, so Bilal Powell's going to go under. However, if for any reason... You can't say if... No, 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 that's my answer. No, it's no, under. no, you're my, saying my under. Okay, yeah, under. yeah. So here I'm going is Matt Forte is only saying this shit right now as a distraction for a game plan of the other team. Let's be honest. It's a fair assessment. Teams do that every week. Julio Jones is going to play, is going to play, is going to play. Nah, just kidding. We want you to game plan for the guy. So that's what's going on with the New York Jets right now. They're in desperate mode. Their team's junk. Everybody's junk. They're all giving up at this point. But I think Powell is looking to make that big move. And maybe this might be the end of Matt Forte. If Powell comes out and has another solid game, which I think he's going to, Matt Forte might get cut this year. And that is exactly why I don't think it's just a gimmick that he's saying this because he's trying to distract. Yeah, sure. I think he really is going to try and play. He has a torn meniscus. It doesn't matter. He's not He's going play. to try and play because here's the thing. The Jets right now are basically completely doing an overhaul of that team. Yep. He's older. He sees, sure. he sees in the rearview mirror that there's a younger guy chasing him. Yep. That guy does not want to miss a game. But I promise the thing, you, the if Jets... he goes to management and says, I want to play in this game, he's showing some heart. Nah. Management's going to say, hey, we're going to run him till the wheels fall off. They're going to give him a shot. I disagree game. with that. Because, we will see, because but... like you said, the, the Jets are turning over the new leaf here. Yeah. So Forte's old. He's not getting younger next year. He didn't find the fountain of youth. So he's just going to get another year older during next season. So they have to look for that younger running back. And I think Powell, they're going to give him that shot this week to see whether or not he might be the man going forward for the Jets. And I think he's going to go over 15 fantasy points. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with your over. I just think I'm going to see, we're going to see a sprinkle. We're going to see an 80-20 split. Forte is going to take 20. Bilal is going to take 80% of the snaps this week. That's my prediction. Paul says he goes under. Tommy says he goes over. Boom. Bang. Powell. Let's go to the loud pal. Let's go to our sleeper segment with Tommy and Cab. When you wake up in the morning, like can I get five more minutes? So this week I'm gonna start with a running back from San Diego, Kenneth Farrow versus Oakland. He's only 45% owned in league, so if you need a guy, go pick him up. There's some injuries out there. Oakland is the 26th ranked defense on the ground, giving up 120 yards a game. Fifth most rushing touchdowns allowed with 16 this season. This guy proved last week that he is an every down back with the yards, the carries, the catches. He had 15 carries, 6 catches for a total of 78 yards. It's going to be a high scoring game with Melvin Gordon out this week. I think Kenneth Farrell is going to be definitely a start. Pick him up. I agree. And play him, even if you have him. I know you mentioned, uh, when I mentioned this guy uh, the other day for our waiver wire segment, um, do you think Ronnie Hillman has any impact on him? How many teams did he play on this year? 
Ooh, Ronnie Hillman? Yeah. I don't a know, bunch. As many seven? as Chris and Michael? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. And But what are they doing? So, uh, you know, I don't think he has much. Ken Farrell proved last week, like I said, with 15 carries, six targets, six catches. Six he proved, catches, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he proved. I think he's good. He, he caught every single target he had. I think he proved to them, Melvin Gordon's down, I'm your man. Here's yeah. the thing. Hill- Hillman is not a rookie in this league. He's been mm. around a little bit. Farrell's a rookie. They want to see what this kid's going to bring. Uh, see what they got there with him. So I, I agree with Tommy. I think he, I think he's their workhorse this week. I, I love Farrell this week, and I don't think Hillman's going to impact it much. All right, Kev. Well, I, I'm going with a, a little bit of a sneaky start this week. Uh, I think Marquise Lee. I love him. He, the guy's only got 86 targets, 54 receptions on the year, but he's had 100 yards in three of his last four games, which is looking really promising for him. And he's averaging 14.8 yards per catch in each of those uh, last three games. So he's the number one receiver on that team, kind of by default, but, you know, you got to throw the ball to somebody. So if Blake Bortles can kind of, you know, get off his butt and start throwing the ball around a little bit, he's got the arm, he's got the accuracy, just a bad year for the guy so far. Yeah, we've hated on A-Rob and uh, Hearns all year. And this this guy's been stepping up and doing his – he's been their best receiver. The only thing that scares me this week with him is they have the Houston Texans. They have a pretty solid pass defense, yeah. a s- solid defense all around. Um, so I think Marquise Lee might struggle a little bit this week. But like you said, he's he's kind of acting as a number one, but he's not. Right. So he's not attracting the number one defensive back. So mm-hmm. he, he might do some good things. Let me throw you guys a pick one. Okay, if I give you these three guys. I'm going to throw Marquise Lee in there. Okay. I'm going to give you uh, Marquise Lee. Let's go uh, Brandon LaFell. And... Um, let me go Tyrell Williams. If you had to pick one of those off your off of your pick one. Is AJ Green playing this week? It it it's looking like he's gonna try. Well then I pick Marquise Lee. Marquise Lee? Yep. Uh, yeah, LaFell would be my third out of that. I think I'd go Tyrell Williams, then Marquise Lee, but that'd be a close call. It would it, be a game time decision on my okay. end, I think. Mm-hmm. I'd go Marquise Lee. You look Three out of the last four weeks, he had double-digit fantasy points, and he was playing some tough defenses. Detroit, Denver, Minnesota, and Houston. Um, would you pay, Would you play Marquise Lee over Dontrell Inman? No. No. No? No. Taylor no. Gabriel? No. No. No? Just because of no. touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to yeah. see where he falls. Yeah. I'm good. All right. Tom? So yeah. my next guy, I barked him last week uh, in our podcast wide receiver for daily fantasy. I'm going Elshon Jeffrey versus the Green Bay Packers. Green, Green Bay has the 19th ranked defense through the air, giving up 251 yards, fourth most pass TDs with 25 this season. This is a contract year for Elshon Jeffrey, and it hasn't been one of his best seasons so far. He has only had one TD on the season and is looking to end on a high note after his four-game suspension. Barkley is averaging over 34 pass attempts per game and I don't think the weather is actually going to slow these guys down this week. I think Matt Barkley, they stayed after practice tonight, did a little extra reps, get on the same page. I think Matt Barkley and Alshon Jeffrey are going to be touchdown machines. They're going to have to put up points versus this hot Green Bay team right now. I'm saying Alshon Jeffrey, I know 80% of teams own him, but if you have him, do not, do not, do not be afraid to start this guy. He is going to be a stud. I'm actually starting him in my one league this week. It's actually I'm I'm starting him because of two reasons. One is 
I agree with you. I'm a little concerned about the chemistry piece with him and Barkley. But also I'm starting him because I made a trade for him the week before he got suspended. So I, I made this trade and have never even got to play him yet. So yeah. I'm really hoping that you're you're right on this guy. I'm worried about the chemistry piece. I don't care you, how you don't learn, you know, each other's, you know, person. You don't learn each other that well with two or three practices, late practices. He hasn't even been able to really practice. With him. This is after practice stuff, an hour or so. And I agree with that. But here's the thing. When you have a talent like Alshon Jeffrey, you really don't need that much chemistry. Yeah, but you need a He's the type of guy. Matt Barkley has been slinging. You... He's been doing right things, man. Yeah, but I'm just Here's saying, if you're off, you're off, man. If you're off on the timing with an Alshon Jeffrey, it's not Let me ask good. you this, though. You always talk smack on this guy, saying he's one of the worst overrated people ever. Cutler. Terrible. Yeah, so it's not much of an upgrade going with but he's a Barkley slinger, right now. And he's, so and he's is Barkley. Played, he's played Barkley with was Jeffrey in a quarterback at USC. That's what they did it's, there. It's, again, we slingers. go back to the chemistry piece. If you play with a guy long enough, man, you know his tendencies. You know when he makes on he he, he cuts on his breaks. He knows when that you know same thing vice versa. You know when the quarterbacks are thinking. Certain I'm things. saying I'm saying Elshon Jeffrey you know, coming back. Elshon Jeffrey coming back is bad for Matt Barkley. But good for Alshon Jeffrey. I think Barkley's going to have another turnover or two, trying to force it to Jeffrey. But he's going to lean on that guy. So we had guys right now that probably are starting Cameron Meredith because of last week's numbers. Does Cameron Meredith take a step down? A step down? No, I think this helps him. Yep. You think it helps him? Nope. I agree with you. I think I think everybody on the team takes a step down. Really? Even the quarterback Barkley. Yeah. Well, Jordan Howard. Back? Yeah, sure. Did he yes. get a force on the wall? Yep. Just that happens with Jay Cutler all the time. That happens with every. Well, Hoyer was good with that. But Barkley's a gunslinger. He's from USC. That's what they did in college. That's what he did his entire professional career. Whenever he got the chance, okay. was just sling it. Yeah. All eight snaps. All right. What else you got, Calf? All right. So I'm going to go Pierre Garçon. My Garçon. Man. Love this guy. Yeah. So uh, he's, had, <laughs> he's had at least 14 points in four of his last five games. Uh, he leads the team's in tar- team in targets this year with 91 targets. Um, and then, like I always preach, playing the matchup, and it kills me to say because they're my favorite team and the defense was so strong last year, but, I mean, you're playing the matchup against the Panthers at this point. You know what I mean? They're, uh, they've allowed top five production against the receivers all season. Um, they've allowed the third most passing yards and the fifth most passes per, t- per passing touchdowns per game. So I'm I'm going Pierre Garcon. There's a lot of places to spread the ru- the ball around there, but I like the matchups that he's going to draw as opposed to the other guys on the team. No, I couldn't agree with you more, Cavi. I think that he if, if if you read my article, he is my surprise stud of the week. I think that the um, the last week or so, Crowder's kind of taken a little bit of a, a step backward. Not him personally, just for whatever reason, he, they, he really he really um, Cousins finds a, a comfort in throwing to Garcon. So I, I I agree with you. And especially with uh, Jordan Reed being, he's still bothered by that shoulder. Mm-hmm. He's not getting the 10, 15, or not 15, but 10 to 12 targets that uh, Kirk Cousins is used to giving that individual. So he has to spread the ball out a little more. I think Garcon's getting some of those looks that uh, yeah. Reed was getting earlier like in the year. If he's, on my, if he's sitting on my bench and I have an opportunity to throw him in my flex, I would definitely do it. And I don't want people to get scared about the Crowder comments Paul made. That was the first time he had single-digit fantasy points since week four. First has to start somewhere. Since week four. Yeah. Okay, double-digit fantasy points since week four. He, don't be worried about starting him. Want to go, uh, I'd be go worried. a little another water, another little bet here? A little, uh, little water? A little dick out? No water. We don't do water here. Want to do uh, the bow tie? You want to throw hot 
Water's Mark, for fish. You want to throw hot sauce in each other's eyes? Uh, uh. I'm going to go, let's go with, no, not that. I'm just kidding. But let's, uh, let's Good. do the little, uh, let's do Crowder versus Pierre Garçon this week. What do you want to do? Okay, we got two bets. Put it up. All right. All right. We have to, we have to think of these. I, All right. I, I say the, the loser of that drinks a uh, jar of pickle juice. Oh, that's, that's nothing. No? I you guys like pickle juice? Yeah. Okay. Eddie does it. Eddie puts a raw his, egg. Eddie puts that in his cereal. You have to eat a raw egg. Yeah, that isn't going to happen. Until you're in it? the bet, oh. you can't be making these stipulations. I think that's a good one. That's gross. You mix it with a little milk for you, a little raw egg shake. It's like eggnog. It's for the Christmas spirit. Yeah. All right, anyways, let's yeah, move ahead. on. The next one I have, I'm going to throw a defense out there. Some people might disagree. I'm going the New York Giants defense versus Detroit. They're only 29% owned. I know this isn't the fl- this isn't the high-flying offense uh, back when Megatron was there for Detroit. We are talking about the 21st-ranked offense in the NFL. Only Cleveland, Miami, and the Bears have less plays from scrimmage than the Detroit Lions this year. I know the Giants are just a middle-of-the-road defense, but every game is crucial if the G-Men want to make playoffs. I see a low-scoring game and a potential of two turnovers or two, you know, two turnovers with uh, the hand issue that Stafford has going on right now. I don't know if they're going to be picks, sack fumbles, but I'm saying the Giants defense, low-scoring game, have a few sacks, maybe a couple uh, turnovers, start them. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, um... If I could honestly tell you what I think of this game, I agree with the low-scoring game. I think there's going to be more turnovers in this game than touchdowns. Than apples? Nope, 100%. Than a bakery, as more, said? Yeah, more turnovers than a bakery. Than a so, nursing home. Oh, wow. Yikes. Yikes. Than a mortuary. Oh. There's not uh, a lot of turnovers. Pancake shop. No, no, no. They pretty, <laughs> they're pretty still, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty uh, consistently... <laughs> dead. All right, anyway. All right, I'm going to go with uh, my last one, Robbie Anderson. Love him. Pat, or Pat, Paul was staring at my sheet, and he took note uh, that I I had written down there. He's fast. This guy's <laughs> really fast. Love He's him. faster than uh, Pat Sarah was in 2004 party. running for the state championship. Mm. He's faster than uh, John LaSavage was in 78 running for West that Virginia. That was 2003 Pat Sarah did that. 2003? I was his alternate. 2003, Pat yeah. Oh, we got him so ripped. He's faster than a Dauphin County resident, yeah. even uh, Perry County. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> faster than uh, Linda Thompson on Main Street, Newport. Oh, wow. Okay, so the guy's fast. It's one of the things I like about him. Um, I mean, you're going to play him. I, you're not playing him as a number one receiver. You're probably not even playing him as a number two receiver. But if you need somebody to... Should be a two receiver recently. Need somebody to slide in there at the three spot. Kiggity. He's your guy. Um, 20, 23 targets in the last two weeks. Uh, 62 targets over the season. But he's put up 32 receptions. And half of those have come in the last uh, five weeks. So I like this guy's number. Not a superstar, but he's on the rise. Definitely a sleeper. A true sleeper that you could, uh, you know actually use the help you in playoffs. You know what else I love him in? What I think he's a complete steal in? Daily Fantasy. I agree. He is an absolute steal in Daily Fantasy. Just speaking, saying. Of, speaking of Daily Fantasy, we're uh, doing our Daily Fantasy on uh, DraftKings again this week. We had it last week. It went well. We had 25 participants. Invite if, only. Invite only. If you want to get in, tweet us at Point After Show or uh, our personal Twitter handles. Mine's at Eddie underscore P-A-S. The P-A-S. I'm sorry. Tom. Uh, I'm at Eddie underscore the P-A-S. I'm just kidding. I'm at T-Lip underscore the P-A-S. And I am Paul underscore the P-A-S. 
And I'm Cavi underscore the PAS. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, tweet us if you want to get in to our DFS. It's $10. Actually, $20. You're making it, right? Yes? Yes, it's $20. $20. Subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. We gave our handles out on iTunes, or, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook Live, even Farmers Only. Hit us up. Peace. Later. And as always, if you made it this far, thank you. Traveling in a fight combi On a hippie trail head full of zombies I met a strange lady, she made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said, do you come from a land down under? A women go and men wonder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover